This is the audio podcast with Samuel Freeman and Scott Hewitt. I just completely forgot what we were doing. Oh, it's um, it's it's the audio podcast time. Are we on? Yeah. Hello. On. Hey, Wednesday, the sixth of July, two thousand eleven. It is. It's episode show- nineteen of the audio podcast, and it's summer. Summer. It is. It's. It's, we've got a we've got a room review today, and we've got blue skies and um, fluffy clouds, and it's been raining, but now it's sunning, and yeah, that's what it's like in England in summertime. So we decided to sit indoors. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> M- moving on from there then. Um, as always, <laughs> if you want to, anything we talk about is all up in the show notes. Uh, Wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk. Check them out. If we get something wrong, you want to complain, then you know. You can Twitter us at the audio podcast or send us an email. That sort of stuff like that. Yep. uk. Get all the links and things through there. Past shows. It's all there, really. And yeah. If you're, um, well, we don't put this out live, but there is going to be, there is a potential for live involvement today. So if you want to time travel back to when we're actually recording this and get onto Google Plus, then. There Scott's, was nobody there, was nobody there though. There's no one there. Have you, have you left no. it open in case anyone comes online? or have you No, just, I just closed it. Oh, well, there you go. That's that so there's no, that but the next week, <laughs> yep, at some point on Wednesday, we, see, we need a time. We need to fix a time, and then people would have a better chance of being uh-huh. there. At the end of the show, we're, we're listening about that while we do the show, and then we'll come back to that. Okay. All right. So wh- where do we start? Oh, a Kickstarter project. Yep, Uptown Trolley Sound Library. We like sound libraries, especially when they're fun. And this is another fun sound library. I, he's going to hire one, isn't he, or something? Isn't yes. Well, I mean, this is ace. The, the first thing when I when I read the title of this in the link i wasn't quite sure what to expect and then i saw that it was a tram we're we talking about trams or trolley buses or yep see i was in san i was in san francisco a couple of years ago and i knew the trolley bus from from being there i yep. actually saw an accident with one oh. crashed into a car but these these are not in san francisco these are in um texas cool these are in dallas so they're historically restored trolley cars that traverse mckinney Af- avenue in dallas texas cool so he's basically going to book one and record and and make a, a full proper sound library of it um to kind of get the backing for it he um did a kickstarter project and w- when i first spotted this i was like oh cool we'll let people know people might be interested they can then you know give to the kickstarter project but actually he's already he's already hit 835 dollars of a 325 dollar goal so he's, so he's more than doubled what he needed and so he did say actually in his description that if he gets enough he might book two and do extra things so yeah excellent no I, I think that's great you should um yeah if it's going to be useful why not pay for it get it now because i it, i believe it's going to be available isn't it um he's not going to be selling them actually the only way to get Ooh. a copy of this library is to pledge for it's it to now. pledge for it so you've got 20 days to go if you're interested in this and yeah and the what, what you get is actually um the the quality of what you get is determined by the prices in it as well. So, yep, which I think that's a. But sometimes the different rewards or whatever that you get for your different levels of investment on pledges on these kickstarters are sometimes quite arbitrary. Whereas here it seems quite logical. Um, so fifteen dollars gets you sixteen bit forty four, or below that five dollars gets you um, MP three set of them of the sounds, yeah. and then yep, then sixteen bit forty four. For fifteen dollars or twenty five for the one hundred and twenty dollars gets you a, a Skype or a face to face. Yeah, I in think as well. the, the step from forty dollars, which is the full res plus stems plus um 
pure mixes plus individual mic tracks, and then you step to no one's taken on that, but he's got eighteen takers on the forty dollar option there. So yeah, I I think that's cool. Um, uh, Rene Coronado sounds good to me. I I don't. His, there's a link to his personal site off the Kickstarter as well, and it's actually some really quite interesting material there. So I think that's cool. Yeah, that, that's a great project. Very cool. Shall we? Uh, shall we move on? Okay. Shall we leave the trolley buses behind? We should rattle, and rattle. <laughs> I think this is going to be the this is the um the meatiest thing we've got today, and it's in the favorite category of mine, which is the business of music and large numbers and. Yeah. So this is the Ars Technica. Uh, Ars Technica um, feature, which was um, unlicensed, our Google Music and Amazon Cloud Player legal, and it, it's a. I thought it was quite a well written article, actually. It was. I enjoyed it. Um, it moves. It's, it's moving away from the the core subject of the audio podcast, which is audio technology and technique, and this is very much music business and related. But, but I, it does I think music business is fine. I think yeah. we're okay. I think I, I think so, but. Well, what I found interesting, first of all, it has an interesting historical element to it. So if you yep. kind of wonder why we are where we are, it kind of tells you. And it, it talks about, you know, MP3, MP3.com making a huge IPO in the 90s and everything falling apart. And the reason why the IPO, the whole, you know, dot-com bubble exploded in the 90s. And the, the whole problem, it's it's a good example of that happening. Yep. And it kind of illustrates where we, you know, wh- where we've kind of got to from an American, per- from the American perspective, which is important, actually, because... The law does shift a lot in different parts of the kind the world, doesn't it? It's, so this is it's an it's an American centric kind of article. Um, it talks in it talks in detail about something I wasn't really aware of, which was the cable the cable vision ruling, which yeah. apparently is the reason why some of the things that have changed recently have changed because of this one ruling regarding cable. Well, that's which is the important. I think the the most significant thing here which I found very interesting, um, if not entirely relevant, is that America, as with England, are in common law system, which basically means that what the courts decide and judges rule in cases of dispute becomes the law, and in future, anything that's similar has to be decided along the same reasoning. So when mp3.com were taken to court and decisions were made about how they were treated, anything that comes along afterwards has to be thought about in the same logical terms and what you're talking about there the cable cable vision yeah cable vision they they won their case and and that was to do with recording digital video wasn't it yeah and the the cable vision idea was that basically cable vision argued that all they were offering their users was a very big remote a very long-range remote control and as a consequence were told it was okay so whereas a lot of digital television providers let you record onto your set-top box, onto your box in your house, you can record videos, they were doing that, but instead of having the recording physically in your house, you had it on their server. Yeah. And that was the only difference. So the reason that this is relevant is because obviously with the um, Google Music and the Amazon Cloud Player, and, you know, these services are new and are going to probably come under threat. Obviously, Apple have gone ahead with the iTunes version mm-hmm. and have actually integrated, have kind of licensed that out with the provider sort of style because they're they're taking a different kind of stance to what's going to what's happening, aren't they? But I think that has a lot to do with the companies rather than whether you know whether there's something, whether it's right to or right to or not, not perhaps. 
Yeah. Apple will make a shed load of money out of music already, and they, you know, this is just part of we're going to make more money out of this. Well, because they're going to charge you to upgrade all of your tracks, aren't they? To, if I remember correctly, I think you, there's like a an option to upgrade your music when you move it into their kind of cloud system, and there's a charge to do that. So they're probably, you know, I mean, that's like a kind of cool thing for that. Mm. What I think is interesting, though, is how the most interesting thing I find about it is how ridiculous some of it actually seems. So the, one of the big points of contention here, and they're saying that um, when you upload your music to this service, these services, the main issue, one of the biggest issues seems to be whether you upload a copy yourself and that's your copy, or whether they have a copy there and you use the copy, the, the copy of the file that they have there. Well, this and is, there's a huge legal difference a huge, between this is where mp This is where mp3.com lost their case um, when because in the 90s they were offering the locker type service so you have an account and you put so your cd you, you had to prove you own the cd you have the cd you put it in your computer and they say yes you have the cd you can now stream that from the internet from our from your personal locker up here the problem was that they were not actually ripping the cd and then uploading it because bandwidth and because you were talking about 28k then yeah so what they were doing was they once they once they saw that you had the CD, they were taking their they would own grant copy. you access to the copy of the CD they'd made already. Yeah. So, and that's not okay apparently. Whereas, whereas uploading your own copy might be okay. Yeah, but the courts are yet to really test this, and it's and so yeah. And the reason these things are convoluted is because of the way the common law system works, which is great in general, but it when you get the whole concept of ownership of property when that property is intellectual and especially when copyrights and various and performing rights and mechanical copyrights and all these things are can be owned by different people even if you're talking about the same piece of music and it it all gets very convoluted and messy and but it's ongoing it's still happening right now and these cases are are important for the so but they're very important, and, and a lot of people. The thing that frustrates me as about this is that if if it becomes okay for you to upload this, so you make the copy, you upload it, and it sits there, and that's okay. But having the one version of it sitting there, which everybody gets access to, isn't okay. Then what that means is that these services are going to have to be are going to need massive amounts of resources behind them because for this storage requirement yeah. and in. In a kind of business mind that says, well, that's going to make it hard to compete in this sector because you're going to need to throw millions of pounds worth of storage in place to possibly start off in this sector. Mm -hmm. But also, how inefficient and wasteful is it going to be in terms of resources? And, you know, what we're going to have like server farms with massive amounts of storage being there to supply all these tracks, burning off massive amounts of electricity for this. And so that's like, you know, what I mean, as, as a non-law non person... You know, I mean, there's a bit here. It just feels like you have to, like, you know. Well, there's a point of sensibility that has to kick in. The likes of Google and Amazon would would agree and they would say this is ridiculous. We should have it. It's in effect, it's the same. Whereas the music industry bods are going to be saying, in effect, if if we concede that that's okay, then what else is okay? And before you know it, their monopoly and their stronghold on the economics here will slip away. And that's what that's what it's about, isn't it? Though, yes, yeah. it's the it's the money making side of it. Which is I mean, important. this is a this is a century old industry, which comes out of a much much older industry of music making and dissemination, and 
it's there we go I think <sighs> we're getting to the point where we're going to start running so I'm just going to move us along exactly and in all of that we didn't well we touched on a little bit there the fact that there's 100 years of of audio recording has happened so let's move on to the audio engineering society yeah um, audio engineering society it is time to vote if you're a if you're a member with a voting right there for president-elect, uh, vice presidents for various regions and their governor as well. So if you're a part of the AES and you are, because they offer a variety of tiers of membership and all tiers of membership have voted, mm-hmm. uh, have voting rights. But if you're voting rights, then you should have received it. information about it. If not, then go have a look. Yep. I mean, there is, there is a tenuous link here because it all depends on the, well, one of the things that is going through is some adjustments to their bylaws. And it kind of points out this is a society of people where you have, to, according to their bylaws, you need a degree in audio technology to to get into their society to get into the club you have to pay to be there too but it's they class themselves as a professional society and they have laws it's a society with bylaws and they're a corporation they run as a non-profit corporation under under new york jurisdiction but it's global and yeah i think i just spotted when there was these two stories on the list these both have this kind of off topic but what is the law? That's that's what I mean. That's what bothers me is that you know people say against the law, but which law are you talking about? Whose law is that? And are you bound by it? So I I I quite like the AAS actually. I, I'm I'm not a I'm not a member, but I find a lot of their publications very useful and a lot of their materials kind of cool. Yep. I'm I'm not a member just because I think they've opened something and I think something started in Leeds now actually in AAS Leeds yes, kind of thing, but they've never been prior to that. It's never been local. So, just not been part of it. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because it's a big thing, which is international, but in reality, it's local thing is actually the most, I think, most interesting part of it. When I was in London, I was more involved. Mm. Cool. No worries. Let's move <laughs> on to our next article. Um, a couple of um, couple of plugins. Plugins. Yeah. Plugins. So moving into um, this is the Aircam tools first we're looking at. So they've got a couple of new things. They've got the Aircam Verb session and also the here. H-E-A-R. Yep. Um, Here's like a binaural or- encoding tool, which is pretty cool. Yep. For doing kind of working with binaural recordings and producing binaural material. thought it was kind of cool. And that's... Yep. They're available to try and then buy. Yeah, and so. here is 36 euro right now. I think I think they have a... Um, I don't know how long this is lasting. But I think they have a 25% off the normal price. Oh, on cool. The Aircam tools right now. This is um, fluxhome.com through that. Links on the wiki. Um, and the other more... Sig- more meaty plugin, I suppose. Ooh. It certainly has a lot more stuff going on, but at the same time, it is just a reverb. Or is it? I don't know. It's Aircam Verb Session. So this is based on their larger product, which is reverb, which is Aircam Verb. Yep. But this offers a kind of a more, it's a bit of a stripped down feature set, more direct. I think one of their selling points they talk about is the the simplicity and speed of access to different oral environments. Cool. Do you remember SPAT? Remember yeah, SPAT? well, yeah. they still have SPAT, actually. I think it's right. it's now... That's grown into... Well, I remember it as a, um, as a set of Max MSP. Yeah, it's an MSP. You could read together. It's quite... I but I think you can now... It now runs... There is now a SPAT plug-in type thing, which happens. Oh, cool. So. That's just why I, I just thought of it. Cool, let's move on. I don't know anything else really to say. Just, mm-hmm. no, just there, aren't they? You know, just mention them. Um, Capstan. Yeah. Wow and flutter removal. This is, again, um, well, this is, this is a, 
potentially ridiculously expensive piece of software, but that's because it's targeted at people who are doing archives and stuff like this. And it will remove Wow and Flutter from digitized recordings from analog media. And it's doing it based on the DNA direct note access technology, which um, is in Melodyne. So cool. Yep. So it's analyzing the musical content and then removing those fluctuations in frequency. Yep. So they say. Wow. It is expensive. Yeah. Four thousand euros. Yeah. So that's a lot of money. I love some of their marketing blurb here. Yeah. Countless recordings of renowned orchestras, big bands, and rock groups are currently slumbering deep in archives because precisely this problem—that's reference to the Wild Flutter. Yeah. Please don't mind the deep voice. Has <laughs> rendered them unusable. The tapes worthless. The recordings lost to posterity until now. The past couple of weeks, I've been playing, recording, and listening to a lot of audio tapes. Took out like, a huge collection of them, collected, and between my partner and I, and so we've been listening to old, old music. And one of the best, I sometimes one channel will cut out to half volume, for then it'll come back, and you know you get. A little, yeah, I think the playback machine I've got is now pretty pretty good, but you can tell some of them recorded on fairly dodgy machines. And the Wow and Flutter, not to mention all the other artifacts, are part of the charm. I quite like it. I mean, yes, yeah, sure, if you want to, um, if you actually want to like a copy as actually like as good as it can be, as good as it can be, yeah. then then sure, yeah. I mean, these old recordings you could clean them up and get them into a more straight thing. But yeah, but I then just, it, <laughs> do you not think it kind of sounds weird a little bit? What? Like, do you remember? Um, the, the recording I always remember is, it, was it the Beatles and um, Madison Square Garden and they have those recordings and it's like the amps weren't loud enough so the, most of the recording is just screaming yeah. people. And I remember hearing about somebody who was working on trying to tidy that recording up and I just thought to myself, it's like the only, you know, obviously Beatles gigs were Beatles gigs, but the most, notice, the most noticeable part of that gig was that. Mm-hmm. And by changing, by undoing that, then what was, you know, what was significant about the gig? Yep, the recording is a document of what happened, and that includes the fact that there were certain pieces of technology there doing what they do and doing it less well than now, maybe. Yep. Anyway, that's cool. Anyway, I see they have a video. I haven't seen the video at the top, and a bit of me wants to play it, but if I play it, then it might have music, and we might have to cut it out, so I'm not going to play it. No. And, um, but a related link to that I came across oh, um, cool. a few days after finding that story. Um, this was posted perhaps only today. I don't know when the YouTube video went up, but there is a thirty-minute oh. interview with Peter New Newbacker. There we go. What is it? What? I, I don't know. If that's I don't know. It's the umlaut on the A. I don't know what that does to. It. Um, well, he's the inventor of Melodyne and very cool. The technology which left onto this, and he's yeah. It's, I really really enjoyed this video. I mean, yep. He he gets onto um to spiral structures in sound and stuff towards the end, which is always good, and yeah, and he. He's got his monocord there, which is also fun. I like this guy a lot. You, you like this guy a lot, do you? I did. I didn't. Well, you should ask him then. You, I'm tasking you. I'm tasking you. See if he wants to come on. Well, um, the fact that I don't know what an umlaut on the does might not help because he is speaking. I'm sure he can speak perfectly good English, but in this video, yeah, it is. It is. He's definitely speaking German. With you can still yeah. ask him. I could still ask him. Yeah, I think Sam's talking basically here because I, 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 I generally book people to come on the show. But I've just asked you for fun with this. You said you like him. He's an interesting guy. I'll ask him. All right, then. (laughs) It is cool. All right, let's move on. Let's bring it down a notch to Jellyfish. Yeah, we've got some VST instruments, and they're free, but they only work on Windows. 
So, but um, neither they, of us they, have a Windows box. No, they call my ILO. So, if you are on Windows and you use VST stuff, then there's some new these um, Della Mancha. Della Mancha. They make plugins, lots of them. And I'm looking at the screenshot of the Jellyfish one. This is nice. It's just like loads of buttons and just dials. Loads and of dials. Yeah, oh, that one's um, four oscillators, and you can modulate them in various ways. That looks pretty stuff. cool. I want to play with that. Yeah, and then they have the Metamorph, which again is a bunch of oscillators, wave shaping, and LFOs and stuff that you can. When when I look at this interface, it has this like the interface has got loads of rounded corners, and obviously that's just awesome. But mm-hmm. moving beyond that, I do. Do you think these things move? Because if they do, that'd be ace. Like, and they just kind of. Because it's like it's be- it's implying this beautiful relationship between these blocks of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I really like it. I don't know if that relation, like, obviously there's points where there's arrows moving between the things, and you presume they're probably more related. But at the same point, I kind of there's a bit of me which looks at this and thinks this would be a cool kind of dynamic interface. I, it probably isn't, but I I just wanted to mention that. I'm sorry, that has nothing to do with anything. What well, so what does it do? Four oscillators and pairs, nine interoscillator mo- modulation methods, and it's free. LFO no tone sync, MIDI learn, and fifty p fifty presets. It just struck me as fairly standard for stuff Windows. And, you know, it's a bit Th- fun. This has nothing to do with this, but two days ago, um, myself and my 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 wife were uh, both doing things on our laptops, and we wanted to watch something on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. uh, I'm currently watching like documentaries on YouTube, that sort of stuff. So I got out my Windows laptop to plug into my monitor, which is because I don't watch TV, I have a big monitor, to watch this thing on here. And it took 45 minutes for XP Service Pack 3 to get to a point where I could possibly do anything with the box. Now, admittedly, it hadn't been turned on for nine months. But nonetheless, I was like, I was a little bit shocked. Cause, and then I started playing it, and halfway through, something popped up and like complained about something random. And you know what I mean? So Hello, I'm Windows. I'm now going to shut down. Like yeah, oh yeah, no, it shut itself down about four times on when I turned it on as well. It was just spectacular, really. You know what I mean? It I just amused me. So it's now. So, you know, I could theoretically download this and try and run it on my Windows box just for fun, maybe. I don't know if it works. I don't. Xbox, XP Service Pack 3. But I'm not going to because it takes too long to boot it. But there you go. I think it's a VSDI. I think as long as it's. It doesn't say that it's VST3. I should, so I should think it would work on any VST host. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's just my little Windows story. I was just saying, as we were saying, none of us had Windows yeah. machines. I, w- I thought somebody might be like, well, Scott, you do. Well, I do have a Windows machine, but oh. I don't um, use it. You don't use it? No. I don't touch them either. I do my nut. It just makes no sense. <laughs> I'm sure it's, a, it's obviously a great platform, though, and I'm sure lots of people get a whole lot of stuff out of it. And obviously, whatever platform you choose is your own personal choice, and that's great. I've, I've noticed um, there seems to be a trend that f- people seem to be kind of pretending this didn't happen. That seems to be what's happening. Everyone's talking about Windows 7 now, and you have lots of things that support Windows XP and Windows 7, Yeah, which I think is quite funny. But more you know, VST stuff. Let's move more, on to the more next VST story. Stuff. Um, is this Metamorph? Or it, we, we kind of talked about that already, though. Yeah, let, no, let's leave with that one. This is um, the Waves stuff. So, Oh, well, th- this is a competition. Well, it's bi- but it's based on their plugins. I mean, it's based on their plugins. So basically... If you use their plugins and tell them how you use their plugins and you're willing to give them the whole thing and you own the complete rights to the entire song so they can use it for whatever they want to use it for because you can grant them those rights, then they then they have a competition that you might be interested in. Yep, so if you've already spent about $300 on the Tony Maserati? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, Beyonce, of- Black Eyed Peas, Usher, Mary J. Blige, and Jason Mraz. Yep, so he's... Is he Do you a- think that's his surname? That'd be ace if it was, wouldn't it? 
and it just happens to like, coincide with a whole group of famous people like famous when people musicians. put their like letters like phd bma yeah. blah, blah 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 yeah but and he just puts the name of all the people he's mixed on the name of in his name maybe. i understand why people do it but i just think it's really funny it's like because you always see it i'm, I'm sorry sam <clears throat> there was a serious point here i'm sorry no that's it if you've already spent a load of money on these plugins and then you want to you mix one of your tunes with them give them your tune and tell them how you use the plugins including the session file so they can see that yeah, that's what you did then you might win 300 500 or thousand dollars back if this guy who his now, name is on the plugins being, likes it yep now you're being a little bit unfair here because there is a trial am. version of the plugins available oh is it i, I missed that you see i need them no okay there is so a- there is a trial version of the plugin so you can use the trial version to do it if you want to and not only this and i thought this was pretty awesome if you've previously used the trial version and burnt it then they have a number and you can call their tech support and get another seven days on the trial to enter this competition okay. if you want to. Seems you have actually looked into this more than me, apparently. I, I read all this. Um, oh, I stopped at the end of the rules and it says right below it that stuff you're saying. Um, but so the competition runs July 1st to July 31st. Um, to be fair, that's a pretty cool prize. And if you work with this stuff already, maybe you've got some material. If you work with the Waves plugins already, yeah. maybe you've got some materials. So. And if you've got a tune ready to go, you don't want to just mix it into these things. And the package has stuff covering... Yeah, it seems like every instrument that you might have in your standard pop mix has a dedicated plugin to it. You have your guitar plugin and your drum plugin and your bass fattener plugin and all this guys. Ah, I see. So you read the bit about the plugins. I was just thinking to myself, I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't read the bit about the plugins. I just read the bit before it. There you go. Oh, yeah, the guitar, vocal enhancer, the drum slammer. That's a great name. Oh, they're very well styled as well. Harmonics generator in there. Nice. Oh, a bass fattener. And that's fattener for P as well. And PH. Oh, yeah. Because that's, oh, him one. Fattener. What? And it kind of tells you where they were used, actually, as well, doesn't it? That's kind of interesting in itself. Were they actually mm. used? Or, I you know what? If they say that the bass fattener was used for the uh, for the massive bass of the Notorious B.I.G., Jay-Z and Mary J., then, you know what I mean? That's good enough for me, man. It's on the internet, Sam. Well, I, I interpreted Sam, that. It's on the internet. My interpretation of their Sam, message here it's on the internet. was that this plugin is based, is modelled on the sound which was achieved in these ways. So he, he, he these... This guy's got a big name for mixing, not because he uses these plugins. These plugins have got his name because he used other stuff to achieve good results. And this is an amalgamation of these Now they've taken his his tips and tricks and put them into little VST wrappers and are flogging them. Cool. I think. That's that's why I read this. So. That's, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Why not? Either way. Awesome. All right, let's go. What's our next thing? Where's our next thing? Are we... Um, I lost, oh, I have mics open. Is that yeah, what you're talking about? That? Yeah, no, it's because I put the wrong link in here. This is really poor of me. I did... Yeah, I I did wonder what the story was here. This is I, I, I put the wrong note in here. Give me give me one second here. So, um, Sam, say something about the website. It's it's a new design. Talk talk about how. Are we talking about what are we talking about our own website now? Or? No 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 no. The, the, this website. Um, this website. The, the mic store. Yeah, the mic store. The mic store is um. Is advice worth listening to? So they say it is a really good looking store. They're selling microphones and other studio equipment, and they've got lots of slash prices, and the website looks good. I mean, I've I can't say it looks better because I didn't see it. It was their old design, but this design does look good. Cool. Now, the reason it's there is because if you went to the Facebook link for them, which is uh, facebook.com slash the mic store, 
and have a look on your on their wall. They're actually running a competition at the moment where you get a £50 voucher for writing a review of a microphone that they sell that you own. So if you already own a microphone which they are selling and review it, then they will give you, potentially... You go into a competition where you could win 50 quid. Now, I can only find any... The, the link I was given about it from 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 somebody who involved them mm-hmm. was to the Facebook site, and I can't actually find anything on the actual site about it itself. But, you know, that that's the purpose for it. And it is a new design. I'm saying it, it looks like a web shop. It's blue. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a whole load of products on a page. There's a whole load of stock imagery floating around. You know, <laughs> press some buttons and it does things. There we go. Anyway, but the main story is the fact that you write a review and you enter a competition which might let you, you know, just know that. Which is clever marketing, I'm saying, let's face it. They want loads of review contents on there as well. Yeah. I mean, excellent. There we go, fine. <laughs> let's move on. What's next? Are we, well, we're, we've mentioned this once before. We've got to the point where we, we're skipping the main because we've got loads of plunder as well. But, so this is the last kind of semi news upcoming preview thing with the International Computer Music Conference is in our hometown of Huddersfield, or where we are right now, and we're involved in the Unconference, which is running alongside it. So so if you want to come to Huddersfield and see us, then why not come to the Unconference? And there's gigs on the... So this is the, at the end of this month, and the, like the last day of this month, the 31st of July is Sunday. We've got a gig that night, which is the day the conference starts, and our, our, our gigs... And, and then there's presentations on Monday the 1st and Tuesday the 2nd as well. And another gig on Wednesday night. Which will be the third of August by then? Mm. Whatever the ad days. Now, as we're discussing these summer dates, mm-hmm. Sam and I are in dispute. We're well, not so much dispute. We're having a discussion about whether we have a holiday, how long that holiday is, or not. So we haven't really decided. But a bit of me thinks that we're probably a bit of a bit of me thinks it's completely crazy to suggest that we would do a tap this week because we're going to be mobbed. But then a bit of me thinks that if somebody is listening to the show, he's going to be at the unconference. Who's going to be there? And if they wanted to be on the show, then we would definitely want to do that. So I'm just going to say that. Yep. And then we can move to the plunder. Well, that's it. That's With no commitment. None at all. Okay. Well, okay. I'll, if Let's just move on then. You you put that quite definitively. Well, well no. Is this just when you wanted to share about that? So? Um, no. Only passing thoughts. Only passing thoughts. Okay, then. Should we move into the plunder? Let's do it. Patch dump. <laughs> Woohoo. Okay. Um... This is for a synth I hadn't heard of, the Alto. Yeah, I, I haven't heard of the synth, but this struck me as an awesome idea. So basically, um, you can make sounds with the synth, and then you sh- you, sh- you share them on this website. Yep. Just upload the XML file and share them. I thought there's two things. First of all, this is a nice idea. It's kind of great that social's kind of plugging into everything. The other thing I thought was really cool is, like, this is a massive kind of, like, big thumbs-up plug for kind of, you know, open formats so that, my that you can work with. My biggest reaction to this was... Some of the sounds are great, which is good. Might be interested in the synth a little bit, but the fact that you can see the where well, they've got it as XML and it's just all the values, all the settings with their values as it's their plain text and they've got clear names, you know, oscillator noise has a value or sequence of value one, two, three, four, etc. So sequence sounds and yeah, I think the the potential for taking these patches and plugging them into other things, ignoring values you don't know, but taking the yeah. common ones exists. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I, you know, our plunder is just things like that you can, as well as hearing, as well as getting the files, you can actually hear examples of them as well. They have yeah. a little player and you can press a button and they play, so that's kind of cool. That's nice. Uh, what's next? Oh, this this is fantastic. It's 
Well, while uh, while shopping on Amazon, I didn't buy anything. I'd like to hasten that. But while shopping on Amazon, this appeared in my suggested items, and it's one. These are one of the moments where it makes me glad that I get to present the show because it's great. So, um, I, I found what I would suggest to you is the most expensive audio cable I've ever seen. This is available for sale uh, today. It's actually still live as well. So that's kind of fun. But what I, what I would like... Well, wait a minute. We'll get that in a minute. So first of all, it's a 1.5 meter dual twin RCA Phono to XLR male plug cable. For those times when you need to go from unbalanced outputs into XLR. XLR input. XLR. Yeah. And you don't have a DI box or something that would do the job properly. So you're just going to use a cable. But you do have how much to spend on the cable which will allow you to do this? £439. But free shipping. Free shipping. There you go. For friend. Now, what I would really love to happen is it possible? Can can we, can we like can we put? I want to I want to like I want to try and trend it or something. That'd be ace. Or can we? Oh, we can have it. Yeah, you can start a topic. So, what I would love to happen, if you listen to the show, then I'd really love it if you went to their like went to the page and started a topic and just you know like just you know let's just have a have a little random conversation about something else at the bottom of this. Just about how great value for money it is, perhaps. That would be nice. I'd really like that. But that's just me being... Mis- I'm just misbehaving here, basically. But it'd just be fun. Do you not need anything so do you? I, I don't know. I'm just worried that the, the terms and conditions of your agreeing to use their comment structure oh. might be violated by um, by sullying this page with irrelevant talk. Therefore, it will not be irrelevant. We will have... I, I would like you to put a remark stating how great, you know, what a great value for money this is. I think that's... Is it, uh, there is... I'm spotting at the top. It says, be the first to write a review. Well, precisely. I can. Actually, I could. I could review this right now. You could, or you could just press the like button. You can see how that oh. goes. I wonder if I like it. It probably tell people about me anyway, wouldn't it, and stuff like that. And you might, if you draw an attention to it, I might make it disappear. They might. They might realize. I know, and that would be sad in itself. You know what? I'm. I'm just gonna. You know. I think our listenership is mature enough to think of appropriate actions to do. So I'm just gonna. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just pointed this out to you. I think it's a bargain. 1.5 meter cable for 400 quid. Yeah, that's ace. You know what I mean? And so you just think, and if you need that cable, you're going to have it. And you know what? I bet you don't see many other of those. There's not many of those cables about. Okay, let's let's move on then. I, I think I've done enough there. We have an application which you can download and it'll mash up sounds. It's called Sapling. And it's built with maximum speed. It is, signcube.com. And it says that as well, but obviously, oh man. Again, it's, it's one of those, you look at the end and actually it's very similar to that um, VST, isn't it? It's kind of pink, it's got rounded corners. It's got, it, does the, it, it has waveforms and dials on it, was that your next step? <laughs> no, the other one didn't have waveforms, it just had dials. This, But this one, you load in sounds and, yep, I haven't, I confess to having downloaded the PDF and flicked through it, but not tried the application. They're cool, fair enough. So, yeah. It's another cool thing, isn't it? I'm saying we just find cool. T- it's an audio file remixing for free. Sampling is a freeware, standalone, sound ma- sound mangling application with Max OS X built with Max MSP5. It was designed with both live use and studio work in mind. Simply put, Sapling is a program for rem- remixing up to four hour audio files, but can offer some very interesting and expected results by utilizing several real-time randomization features. Max MSP, just drag and drop a folder of sounds, hit random, sounds come out. Excellent. <laughs> cool. All right. D- to be fair, they actually have some other software on their site on them, so they have a couple bits. This was like yeah. the new thing out, but they have um, some other things, some are, some are charged, some are chargeable, some aren't. 
I thought it was quite an interesting. It's quite an interesting side actually. Yep. So you know, check out this, check out Sapling, but check out the rest of the side as well. It's pretty cool actually. All right then, good work. Audio Geek Zone, Geek Zone, Geek Zine, Geek Zine. Oh, That's, that was great effort by me there. <clears throat> this is just a cool site, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I put it there, so I think it was just because it was a cool site. It, it is a cool site actually. They have loads of cool stuff up in there. So, and um, the other thing is they also um they also have a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And their podcast is pretty cool, the Home Recording Show. It's quite a fun, kind of a fun podcast. They're into show hundred odds, aren't they? They've been doing that quite a while, I think. Well, they're in, they're in the show hundred hundred odd, and they also like have you know, if you if you if you're listening to the show thinking if we're ever going to tell you how to record a snare drum, then that's not ever, we're not ever going to do that. No, but they will actually tell you how to do that. Yeah, Which, you know that's there's plenty of room for everybody. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think they have. I've, I listen. I've listened to quite a few of them. And they have a good time there as well. You know, they do. Just, I, I started listening a little while ago. Actually, I, yeah. they're just a little bit more kind of like you know, helpful. Whereas we're just more opinionated, I guess. Perhaps I'll, I'll leave the judgments to other people. Other listeners, why not go check out their show? There you go. Cool. Some plunder I added for once. Here we go. Um, I came across this. This is um, pictures of string instruments taken with. Uh, holographic infrarometry. Anyway, it looks kind of like infrared pictures. They say they're holographic, although I think the JPEGs that appear on your screen are probably not holographic. But what they're doing is it's research and they're looking at guitars and string instruments and, and you can see their and bodies their vibrating. Their vibrations are as cool. Which, you, which is great. I mean, the classic thing was always to put sand on the body and then you can see where they... See the waveforms form, yeah. Yep, see where the nodes are and things and this is just a high-tech way of doing that, but yeah, I I like looking at these things and thinking about them. How about That's that? cool. I like it. I yep. think it's, it's a cool, it's a cool, good, good plunder, good plunder, <laughs> good plunder, good plunder. And with that, that that's us there. We made it to the end of uh, show nineteen. Woo. It's been great. Um, it's well, there's a massive on, dark this, cloud this, over the yeah, outside now. It's not now. quite so blue it, out there in the sky. It's a bit more grey now. I think the Huddersfield summer ended. No, well, this is part of it. It'll rain. And then you can get a thunderstorm. Oh, and that's then, always exciting. And the sun will come out again. It'll be great. Okay, then. That's maybe, cool. But not today. I think we're done for sunshine today. And we're done for the audio podcast today. So we may or may not have a week off. I've, no, we're not. There will definitely be a show. I might have a week off. But there's going to be a show next there week. There will be a show. And maybe I'll contribute in some way even if I can't make it to a recording we'll see okay then well with those with those words decisive of, uh, words <laughs> with those decisive words uh, I'm Scott Shea it's been a pleasure as always I'm Sam Freeman bye <laughs>